Here we have Johnny, Jab TV. Yay! <laughs> on the way to London. What, what, what are we doing today, Johnny? Oh. So we're going on the train at 9.49. We're going to get into London, Houston at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then we're heading right down to the O2 Arena, getting ready for some action. The Jab team, Jab family. What's this? What's this? This is Jabba Paro, baby. Jabba Paro. New kids on the block, block. Yeah? Yes. Coming to, coming to change the game. Got to run this shit, yeah? Definitely, <laughs> man, all the way. You know the score. That's a one. That's how we'll remember him. God bless him. John Owen, yeah. um, top man, Mr. Jab himself, taken from his far too soon uh, this weekend. Um, I just wanted to pay a little bit of a tribute on my channel and get a few faces together. Uh, we've got a few well-known faces from YouTube. We've got a few people who are well-known from uh, from John's past, people who've worked with him, uh, people who have been friends with him, people who've interviewed him on podcasts, and people who've just been fans of him from afar. So um, welcome to Drew, welcome to Ash, welcome to Bobby, welcome to Ben, welcome to Brian and Emma. Um, we'll have one or two other faces, I think, joining us uh, throughout the broadcast. Ditchy's just jumped in as well there. He's at work, as always. Welcome to him. And, um, in the audience, yeah, we can see you, mate. Well done. Thanks for coming on, mate. Okay, listen, I, I presume you're at work, Ditchy, so I'll come to you first, mate. Um, don't want to take up too much of your time on a Saturday night. But listen, um, just a few words about John. You, you obviously had um, the press conference for 3D Fight Club. You got a chance to meet John there. What was your, what was your memories of him and how shocked were you to hear the news this week? You know what, mate? Like I met John and I was talking to him in the Fight Club, but it was overshadowed by other things. But... He, he got me out of a very bad place afterwards, mate. Just with his kind words, um, generosity, lovely messages, voice notes, phoning me every day to make sure I'm okay, offering me to go and stay in his house in the Lake District. He don't know me that like, well compared to other people, but he's seen I was hurt. And the man proper reached out to me and done everything he could to make me feel better. And he did. He got me out of a bad place. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to come on dressed. You know, I didn't want to do a post until I wrote something on the railway that'll last forever. So I've wrote something in a, in a station. I'm not telling no one where it is, but on my Instagram, I've done a post. Rest in peace, Johnny Jab, on the railway, right in the middle of the line. So every train that goes past it, we'll see rest in peace, Johnny Jab. That's brilliant, that lame. Honestly, um, that 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 would you know, mean so much, I guess, to the family. And I know that Nicola and Mia will be watching tonight. Obviously, his family who um, you know he's left behind. There, it's, it's it's very very raw for them at the moment, as everybody would expect. And you know, John, as we all know, was a lovely family man, and um, Mia is a little girl. Uh, we will do everything to make sure that you know that she has a a successful life as best we can. And um, you know, we're there for Nicola as well. But it is very raw for her at this moment in time. We've all reached out to her and. Um, um, she knows our support is there, but Liam, that that's amazing. I mean, of course, that was that was one of his jobs. He worked on the railway. Jab was his passion, but you know, he, he had to pay the bills as well. And working on the railway, I think I've lost count of the amount of photographs that I've had of uh, him wearing exactly the same gear as you, mate. And um, often, often in a similar kind of coat there. Twenty-five years service he had, and like with myself on the railway, I've got messages in me WhatsApp chat off John. I'll use them for the rest of my career to better myself, and I'll use them in every way I like. Whether I'm feeling depressed, I'll read the ones he helped me to get out of it be feeling bad, or in work, he's left me some fantastic advice. And do you know what? I was I was nearly crying when he when he heard. Well, I, I did bring a tear to me, I mean, because out of everyone who I expected to help me out of that dark place, I didn't expect John. 
and he had a little soft spot for me with the railway, so yeah, I had to come on straight away because I say I'm on a ship, but I have to just come on and get me way across. But what a fucking man, mate! And the family, he's left a legacy behind on the railway. He was 25 years on the railway. All of us, he's left an impact on every person on this screen, every person on Jab Fight Club, everything. He's left an impact for life. So I, I'll never let him be forgotten. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get a t-shirt made, and I'm gonna wear it every day and work for Johnny Jab. Um, and I'm gonna make sure people know he's done twenty. Whoever asked me what the T-shirt's about, I'll tell them who he is and what he's done. That's quality, mate. Absolutely quality. Liam, honestly, thanks for sharing your, your thoughts, mate. No thanks, problem. For do, thanks for doing that, mate. And uh, if I don't see you before, I'll see you in the March for the fight. Well, look, I'm going to jump off now. She's got to go back. Johnny will be disappointed I'm Skype and work, so I'm going back, all right? Top man, uh, absolute diamond, and uh, yeah, that's a great, uh, a great way of paying tribute. Drew, I'm going to come to you now, mate. And the video we played at oh, the start yeah. was something that you, sh you you shared on Twitter, and um, you know, me and you go back to the the day that I first met John. In fact, I think it was you who re reached out to me, not John, and said I've got somebody who would like you to meet. You knew I was doing the professional boxing. I'd gone from the unlicensed into the pro game, and you said I might have somebody who might be able to help you and would like to kick you out. We've got this new thing called Jab Apparel, and uh, I'd. I'd you know, I, I said, yeah, why not? I, I was promoting an event in Newcastle and you came up to the Tyneside Cinema and um, we, we met up. And I mean, it was it was a great meeting, wasn't it? Good to meet both of you together. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we all instantly clicked, you know, and it was um, when we sat down at the table and started talking, you know, it was, it was like we'd already been friends, you know, it was just nice and easy. And we were there to sell you the dream of the dream of job. Um, me and Johnny were actually friends uh, before Jab. Um, we we met on Twitter actually um, because we're all part of a group of lads who were into were boxing, and you know we took things off Twitter, and it ended up in WhatsApp groups, and we'd send each other like daft video messages and stuff all the time. And then I was meeting up with some lads in uh, in Carlisle for a pint um, with some of the lads that I grew up with over on the west coast. And uh, Johnny came over, sent us a text. I said, I'm in Carlisle. And uh, yeah, we, we met and uh, we eventually, um, Johnny came up with the idea of, of, of job. And uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we set out, we, we set out, we, we were loud about it. We were brass, we set out, we was like, we're going to be the, the insurgent sports brand of, of boxing. And uh, we went and started putting feelers out. We went up and down the country to, Boxing events, um, got a couple of stories about that. Um, and yeah, we, we would always have job gear on, you know, I used to take videos of everything we did. Um, we would just walk up to boxes and stuff while we're at the events and say, oh, we're from Job Apparel, you know, just be loud and get the name out there. And uh, yeah, it was, we've got some memories. It was a, it was a, a it was a good time. Yeah, I mean, he was such a, a dedicated guy to the brand as well, wasn't he? I mean, that's what sold it to me. You two guys sold the brand to me. And I mean, I, I was honest to you, clothing's not my game. You know, I can sell tickets for events. I, you know, I can I can write a book, I can act in films. But, you know, selling selling like the, the tracksuits and stuff and getting it into shops, and that just wasn't my, wasn't my cup of tea. I couldn't do it. So I said to you, what I could do is I could get me fighters to wear it. I would wear it, would just promote the brand. And since 2018, that's, basically what I've been doing, Drew. And I know the Jab yeah. Apparel eventually moved, you know, you went your separate ways and, you know, you, John, you know, continued to pursue it and then Jab Signature was born. But, I mean, 
I mean, from from your perspective, he just was so driven, wasn't he? He was one of those people who had ideas, constantly had ideas. I think that's one thing we all all realise now. Now that he's gone, we're yeah. missing was WhatsApp messages and yeah. yeah, he was a very driven guy. Always happy, always a lot of energy. Um, he was the type of guy that I could you, you could feed off his energy and you know get up for doing things and. He, he went at 100 mile an hour all the time. He always had work for me to do. Like, I was always doing logos to stick on T-shirts for boxes and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was a very driven, very driven guy. Um, it, was, it was a joy to be around. I mean, was it John's idea for the name Jab? I mean, it's, it's such a simple name, um, isn't it, really? I mean, you know, with, with it being boxing clothing. But was it John's idea in that and his brand idea? Yeah, yeah. John came up with the idea. Um I've been looking at some stuff where I was basically looking at dropshipping T-shirts and stuff. And then, you know, I was telling John about it. And then uh, sort of a week later, John came back and went, I've got it. It's Jab. At first, it was called Jab, Stick and Move. And I said, Johnny, I think we should, I think we should drop the stick and move off it and, we'll, and you know, call it something, you know, uh, more to do with clothing. Um, I can't remember who came up with the apparel, but, uh, yeah, it ended up as, as Jab Apparel at first. Yeah, he amazing. told me it meant just about belief, and then told me it meant just about briefs. Just about briefs. <laughs> yeah. So, so that video that, that you had, Drew, where, where were you heading? I mean, you were heading down to London. Was that like for a fight? Because I remember the first, you know, the first couple of months I got to know Johnny was, you know, he was telling us about his connections with different people. He had great connections with the Fury family, of course. He he, he got on very well with, um, you know, with all kinds of fighters. Roberto Duran Jr., um, Chuck Liddell, the famous UFC fighter. I remember one of my birthdays, I, I got. I had a load of pinging on me WhatsApp. I went down to it and there's all these messages from all these numbers I didn't know. And it's all these boxers saying happy birthday to us. And it was John who'd sorted it out. And I got this laughing message later going, has your phone been ticking, brother? And I was like, bloody hell. Typical of him, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was just well connected as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Um, we both had a couple of boxing connections I'd done. You know, bits and bobs of like video work, montages for boxes for the social media. Um, I've done a couple of videos for um, Jake, Jake the Blair Ball. And uh, oh, that, that day when we went down to London, I'm sure that was the the white-brown fight that we went down for. Um, and yeah, we just it, it was just a great time. We went down. There was a load of people off Twitter there as well. So we all got to meet like uh, a lot of people that we've been speaking to about boxing and stuff. And, you know, Johnny was in his element. He had his jacket on with a big jab logo on the back that he had made. Um, it, a little story about that. We were we were sitting there and John gets his phone out and Eddie Hearn's in front of him because we were on ringside. And Eddie turns around, he goes, no photographs, please. And John goes, not taking them, are you, mate? <laughs> Brilliant. Stuck him straight in his box. Yeah, I mean, when I started out in the pro game, he was a big support. And, um, you know, the, the Jab Apparel brand, uh, those tops that, that he sorted out for the, the pro boxing tops that he sorted out for Mamie Fighters, they're still as good now as they were when I first got them. So I couldn't give I couldn't give Jab a bigger recommendation than that, to be perfectly honest. A uh, big shout out to Nicola. She's just uh, posted in the chat. I know she's watching our thoughts yeah. with you, Nicola. And, uh, you know, we're only one 
phone call away. Um, if you need anything, don't forget that. You've got a lot of people who are willing to help you and support you. Um, okay, uh, Ash, I'll come to you next, mate. Um, obviously, from, from your perspective, you know, you've, you've been on a few podcasts in the last couple of days and you've been very vocal, yeah. you know, uh, you know, over the last few days as well. You've been working with John recently with Jab Signature and, of course, with 3D Fight Club. So, you know, how did you meet John? So I was um, initially I was brought in um, to the three D fight club stuff, and it was um, it was last year, so the back end of summer. I'd gone to see Dougie about doing the jab platinum bespoke furniture, so we started working together. And off the back of that, I ended up meeting all the lads, um, and I'd seen him on the pictures, and I thought, God, who's this rough guy with gold tooth? And little did I know, he'd have you know he'd be like a brother to me. He'd have the biggest impact on me that, than, than a lot of people ever have. Um, it's it's a. I mean, I'm welling up now. I struggle with it. I'm really struggling with it, and um, yeah, it's difficult. He's he's just he was such a positive person. Um, he'd message me every morning. He'd message me midday and night. To be honest with you, but the uh, I miss the FaceTimes at night. I miss. Just his laughing, you know that wheezy laugh he did that that when he were proper laughing and he just he couldn't actually get a noise out and he just squealed. That was that's what I miss. Because um, the amount of times he'd ring and I'd be, I'd be like shadow boxing at the camera or doing something stupid and he just he just start wheezing laughing and it's it's so difficult thinking that I can't pick the phone up and and just give him a ring and I've sent his phone a couple of voice notes and stuff and because I just feel like I've had to get a couple of things off my chest with him and stuff and it's um yeah it's difficult but I mean the three D fight club stuff and the you know the press conference and just to be in his presence where he just had a massive aura about him and I don't think anybody could ever come close to that and the effect he's had on so many other people. I mean I was on a, a FaceTime with, with Brian Lemmer earlier and I never, like I said earlier it's um you know if it if we were in these circumstances we'd have probably never spoke. You know, he's brought that many people together. He's squashed everything that's that was going on off the back of the press conference. He's making us work harder. He's increased our goals and dreams. And um... <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's difficult. He's had it a is, it is, massive it is. positive impact on me, and I think um, going forward. Just going to be a different animal in in life in business. He's, he he taught me to say what say what I felt, say what I wanted to say, but just be polite about it when whenever you need to be, whenever it's appropriate. Um, and other times, if you need to tell somebody where to go, you tell them. <laughs> but he's just what I mean. What a man he were. I mean, I, you know, seeing his seeing his his wife in the comments and stuff, and just like send my condolences out. And uh, you know, again, if you you know if you ever need anything, anything at all. You, you just reach out and we'll be there for you. And that goes that, that's from that's from all of us. Myself, Dean, Dougie, Kev. We really, really miss him. And we're giving each other pet talks in the you know, obviously we've got a, a, a WhatsApp group with for the three D fight club stuff and we're having constant discussions about what we're gonna do with the business and stuff, but it's always starting with a check in. It's it's always starting with how are we doing, how are we feeling? And then that it's game time then and we you know we we've got John in the forefront of our minds, he's in our hearts anyway. And we've got to make sure now that we do it for him and his family. And that's exactly what we're gonna do. We're not gonna stop until we've made it. And whatever made it is, 
which there's no there's no cap on it. There's no there's no limit to what we're going to do. Um, sorry, I'm just getting some messages off the uh, off the fighters. Um, but no, he just he's. I don't I don't know how. Um, when you sit there and you think I don't know, I'm going to move forward from this. I think we've just got to just be dogs in business and. Just make him proud because he'd, he'd want us to. He wouldn't want us sitting and sitting and moping around. None of us. Yeah. He wouldn't want any of us to be doing it. He'd want us to get up in the morning, go and do what we need to do, and just crack on. That's 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 exactly what he'd want. He'd be like, just get on with it. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, but he'll be, you know, he's he's very 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 loved. The amount of messages I've had of people that I don't know is incredible, absolutely incredible. I mean, he's had an effect on everybody he's met. So I yeah. just think it's um, he's a he's a credit to himself and his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian and Emma, um, thanks for coming on. You uh, you yeah. met John with me up in Newcastle. You came up for a meal with us and the the Sears family, and and John was there. It was a, it was a great afternoon, and um, I think you just hit it off straight away with him, didn't you? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. He was the thing about John. I've put on. Was, he was so funny. He just dropped a line and. He'd, or he'd, he'd text you and you'd start laughing. He just had you laughing. And like you said, his laugh was infected. He laughed. He, just, he couldn't stop laughing with him. And he was just, when I was down, really down, when I had the operation and everything, he'd text me, go, oh, big fella, you can do this. And he'd just, just raise you. He had that gift of saying the right words at the right time. He was just, yeah. just and he was such a lovely man. Um, you think we think we were going out with each other. I love you. And text, kiss, kiss. And he kissed me. <laughs> yeah. was, no, that's, how, that's yeah. what he was. He was just a lovely, big, lovely, lovely guy. And, and all the way through, he, he used to always like texting after how Brian was, he sat in the other. Um, but all the way through, Brian being in the hospital, it wasn't a, a day that it didn't go by where he didn't text and say, Are you okay? How's Brian getting on? And um, so he was always, always there and he was always trying to help us, like, uh, get merchandise and stuff sorted out for Brian. And he was like, just wanted us to move forward. He was happy the channel was going, he was on every live with yeah, us. He was, yeah. And um, the last week, we've just been really, really like messaging constantly, sort of thing. And it was um, it was due to come on uh, the podcast on the next day. That's when I phoned you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just couldn't believe it. Couldn't, no, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Absolutely couldn't believe it. Couldn't. But he said he just wanted people to know that, like, what, how good three D Fight Club is. Yeah, that's when he come how... on to put the record straight on there and tell people we're it's doing this to help people and getting fighters off the street or and getting paid, they're getting paid a wage, putting food on the table for the kids. He was helping fighters, he was helping people go to venues, he was getting people jobs and he just wanted to help people and just gen- gen- yeah. genuine, genuine bloke, hundred percent. Just a beautiful man, and I just want to say to his uh, wife and family that yeah. um we're so sorry and and we have and a need us where we are hundred percent. And um, he was there for us, yeah, all the time, yeah, yeah. Thanks, brilliant stuff. Um, the one thing I I mean, I went through my phone before we did this just to get a few of these images. And honestly, yeah, the one thing that John had was a sense of humor, and you know, you always seem to know when to message and when to send a a photograph. And I mean, this is an example. (laughs) (laughs) What on earth is that? Was that a jab design, maybe, Zash? I hope not. <laughs> was that a jab design? <laughs> do, do you know what? I was looking through. Uh, I was looking through my phone, and my phone is absolutely full of like those kind of photographs. Yeah, 
I've, and I've got somewhere I've done some back to him, like, which uh, I'll not make public. But there's, I mean, I've, I had this during COVID. Do you want one of these, bro? Um, <laughs> in the post came a Newcastle United one, exactly the same as that. So I said, I'm not into street robbing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was classic, absolute classic. Man. And those are the kind of things you miss from somebody. You know what I mean? Like, John. Um, Wendy. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for making out that you were watching. Um, you're, you're going to be doing something rather special for, for John and John's memory. Yeah, so um, Colton, Colton Leach's manager, by the way, for people who don't know me, um, Colton's devastated. He called me yesterday, bearing in mind I'm abroad, and I've been going around collecting pictures of our dear Johnny Jab um, to what I'm actually going to do on the show on the 12th for the for the audience with. I'm now going to dedicate it to Johnny. Um, even though it's Colton Leach's show, I'm going to do it in honour. And I'm going to put a projector up. Um, Ash, I spoke to you, I cleared this with you. Um, and I'm going to just get all the pictures and do a minute silence. Um, Colton wanted me to do something. So I spoke to the wife. Um, and after the minute silence, I'll be doing it. The song that she requested is um, Elvis. He liked Elvis, the American. Uh, so she wants me to play that after. So I'll be doing that as well. Um, a mm. massive loss to not only his family but the team, a massive loss because you've got to remember I'm behind the scenes of Colton. People don't very realise who who the little people are that like the team. Like, you know, I mean, we've got Dougie, uh, the documentary, but then you've got the the little people underneath him doing 3D fight, which obviously with Colton, I'm, I'm the little person underneath that's running about doing anything. So this has been really hard because this is a guy that, had already said to me, you know, do you want to come to the 3D Fight Club? Um, and unbeknown to him, I was all we were already driving Colton there. But enough respect to a guy for him, including me, you know, because not many do, you know, they, they don't know about us behind the scenes that we're. So yeah, it's a big loss to me because this is a guy also, you know, when this kicked off with Ben Hatchet. Um, and that prick live in London. This was also Johnny Jab came to me and said, you know, we're getting death threats rah, rah, rah now and, and things like that. And obviously we'd all seen it because I, I watch, you know, what's going on behind, you know. Um, and, you know, I kind of got a rapport with him, uh, which although I talked to Dougie as well because he's coming to my show um, and, and the other guys, but I kind of, he was one that I got the most rapport with because I found he was tagging me in all the 3D Fight Club stuff, which, you know, I have to tag people in Colton stuff. It's usually me. They think they're talking to Colton. They're actually talking to me. But Johnny Jab literally, you know, included me, which, as you know, Steve, I've been working alongside, you know, Joe Paul and everyone for a lot of years, since 2008, and, and a lot of the underworld and Back in the days but, when we were uh, working together yeah yeah you know and very rare do you do you know people have short memories um you know and very rare do you get tagged in stuff because you're someone's manager or because you're someone's PA or you know so enough respect to Johnny Jab there and and you know I kind of said that to his wife when I said you know do you mind if I take some pictures from you to to put this out in his honour because it's the least we can do to a guy that included little old me in a, in a man's world, if you like. Um, what, I will, what, I, what I will say about living in London is, look, uh, that all, all that beef's been squashed, and I think rightly so. Yeah. And I think, you know, fair play to the kid for coming out and apologising. I don't yeah. know him. I've never really spoken to him no, in great depth. But what, but what I will say is that, you know, 
within the first minute of his first podcast after Johnny died, he crushed, he stopped everything. And I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah, some of this, I did some actually of this... write on it. Yeah, good. Yeah. I did actually, I, he, he did say, you know, enough respect to that. But, you know, um, at the time, Johnny Jab was having a hard time with that. So I was quite, because I'm used to it, aren't I? Don't forget, you know, I get, we get, you know, you get all this, you know, going on, don't we? We've had it for years with people. Yeah. People, you're going to get haters in it. So I kind of, that was where me and Johnny Jab kind of come together behind the scenes. And I said, listen, you know, um, you know, it, it'd be fine. It'll be, you know, and good, good on that. You know, that guy he did, and I did actually write on it. Good, you know, it's been done. So um, from that point of view, I felt Johnny Jab's pain um, of all that that had gone on because he's in every picture. He's smiling. He's not like the, you know, you know, one of them people that hate that that enjoys gets off on that. Sorry, um, and that's what makes him one of the good guys. None of us get off on it, but it goes on in our world, you know, with with the face, the ego, yeah. you know. Of course uh, which, it is. Course which, which, which we're used to. I see you go all the time. You know, I've been, as you know, I've been with you, Steve, where I've had to deal with the managing the boxers. I've also been on the other side where I've had to deal with managing the gangsters. So you can imagine, you know, it goes on. Not easy. You know, <coughs> It's not. Um, it's not easy. Egos get no. in the way. You, you mentioned his love for Elvis. Um, our John did yeah. think he was a bit of a singer. Yeah. He sang it. Good morning, brother. Get them sorted for you shortly. And those kind of things, I'm sure you've all had them as well. Just in, in instant, and, and he's usually singing on these and and whatever. He loved his music, didn't he? And that was yeah. that was a big part of him. And he's very proud of his family as well. I mean, our fighting family came from good stock. Um, I yeah. stuck that video up the other day of him uh, doing, which I think Ash might be able to use for jab and. Just that yeah. little, uh, ju just that little montage of him doing a little bit of shadow boxing in the house. You know, he could chuck a punch as well. You know, he wasn't just he wasn't just making yeah. a brand. He could have he could have got in and done a done a job in the ring as well. He was he was good. You know, um, yeah. Bobby, I'm going to come on to you, mate. Yeah, um, sure. You know, great, great to have you back. First of all, in the YouTube Thank world, because you. the honest truth is, is you know, for me, I, I enjoy it. I've been on the platform a couple of times, and we did a little tribute to John last night on there and talked a little bit about 3D yeah. Fight Club, but. I know you weren't like close to John or whatever, but just as an observer, mate, on the YouTube, I've got you on as a bit of a YouTube specialist. What what what's your take right. been on the people and you know the the people you know tributes to John over the last few uh, couple of days? Well, um, I think one of the people in the chat, which YouTube's about the chat as much as the the lives etc. The videos says it all for me as somebody who didn't know Johnny uh, Richard Q. He put, I didn't know Johnny Jab personally. I saw him on a few lives and he seemed a very, very nice man. Mm. His death has affected me in an unusual way. I feel like I've lost a friend that I never met. And that's 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 been summed up brilliantly. Um, you know, I'm I'm overwhelmed myself, and you do feel like this. I didn't know this guy, I'd seen a few mm. lives. Um, but the love that I've seen come out this last few days is unbelievable and it's brought people together as well um and this guy must have been a a mountain in stature he must have been a big guy because everybody's saying that he's, the guy was so positive mm. um you know he'd always got a smile for you he'd always say i love you which why not it's not soft it's it's, it's true in it it's honesty mm. i saw mm. ash when i came on i saw ash was struggling to keep it together and I, I saw him yesterday. He popped in and said hello to us. Um, this this is the love the man's got. You know, he, he, I suppose 
it makes you feel like family yeah. immediately. And the amount of love that's coming out is un unbelievable. I feel a bit of a fraud being on here. I'm not going to stay. I just all I want to do is give my respect. And yeah, what can I say? The yeah, guy, I, the guy, you know, he, he must have been a legend. I just wanted you to come on, Bobby, because it, it's nice sometimes to have somebody from yeah, the outside yeah. looking in, um, yeah. just just to show. And and, and you I, picking up on that comment really is 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 you know is great. That says it all for those that didn't actually knew him. You know, Richie mm -hmm. Q was it in nail. I read that and I thought that's that's the, I, you know I was going to say something similar, but he just hit the nail on the head there. And for all those that didn't know him, you know, we all know the name Jab. We've all seen the name Jab. You know, he's, he's out there, isn't it? So, doing a great job. Uh, job. So, all you guys who worked with him, all you guys who were behind him, were, you know, they're still holding that torch up. Respect to you guys, because I know you're going to make everything awesome in Johnny's name. And as I can see the love here, it's not, you know, it's not going to fail. It's moving yeah. on. Everything's going to get bigger and better. That's all I could say, really. You know no, what I mean? Great. You know, Great respect, respect to all you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, thanks, thanks, thanks for that, mate. Thank when, Thank when, we'll, when we'll come to you, mate. Um, obviously, you're going to be fighting on the Three D Fight Club, and um, you know, you, again, you you just had that the chance to meet John and, and just see what he was like, and um, he, he's you know he, he is going to be sorely missed, isn't he, amongst all the fighters who are fighting on the Three D Fight card on the 19th of March. Yeah, 100. percent Like someone said earlier, you know, John, Johnny's he's, he's all for like helping people and. You know, a lot of the fighters, he's, he's getting them on and, you know, he's making sure with money-wise finances finances to really give people an opportunity and really earn fair. And that's the type of guy, Johnny, you know, I mean, you know, for the short time I've known him, he was him, the reason I got in touch with Dougie and Dean, that, like when I was um, stranded by myself, I didn't have a corner team because my corner team, the Scottish um, amateurs, the boxing board didn't allow them to come. You know, despite Johnny, Johnny got Dean and Dougie and that there. And, you know, send the clothing and we just clicked so much. Like, like you're saying that, you know, he'd send you the random pictures and mm -hmm. the face signs and support. And it's just his positivity, it's his aura that he had about him. Like, he was such a lovely guy. And he would, and I'll tell you the story about, um, John, we all know what I did at the press conference. We, we all know that it's not, it's not, it's not like, and, um, but Johnny knew for a bit, bit before that, my mental health was a bit, wasn't right. And Johnny knew that, and for a bit of time, Johnny was literally messaging so much, always make sure, right, he said the guy, he always said, anytime you need me, more than a night, Ben, I'm there, just ring. And you know how genuine someone is when they say it and they mean it. And mm. after, literally, the, the, you know, the day after the podcast, um, uh, you know, I felt terrible because of the, the reaction, obviously, what happened with the press conference. Um, I messaged Johnny because I was so bad. I felt so guilty towards him and the 3D Fight Club team, yourself, Ash. And do you know what Johnny says? And this this, this really think sums him up. What Johnny said, he said, don't worry about that. How are you feeling mentally? He was more concerned about my mental well-being than what mm -hmm. than the, the, the ricochet of like, what was happening. And I think that just sums Johnny up as a person. Mm -hmm. And I've said it a couple of times now because I just think, you know, of all the time and effort, you know, what we did was wrong. But someone that to he could have been like, oh, right, right, right. but he was more concerned about my mental well-being than than what happened. And you, you know, what a guy, what an absolute gentleman, what an absolute legend. 
Yeah, he, he was, and he will be sorely missed. With your, you know, just with the fight in mind, um, Johnny would have been interested. So I've got to ask you: you were, you were, you jumped on an Instagram live with Ash this morning, and um, you were on your way to the gym. How's the training going, mate? With the date coming on the horizon? Yeah, man, I'm gonna, you know, I'll bring in fireworks, don't I? I'm, I'm a carrot, so not as many fireworks. Oh, no, not as many. You know, no, I'm not many. I'll get the name of the fight game. You know, I've got the British record for the fastest knockout. You know, I mean, people said we couldn't do it. You know, and John, Johnny, you know, again, you know, I had the team with me. So again, John contributed to that by getting Dean and Dougie and that to come up. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, man, you don't know what you're gonna expect. I've got, I've got uh, one fight in three weeks, and then I'm gonna come and bring that house down for you, Johnny. Don't even worry. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm coming to make a statement in your name, John, and I will put the out there. You are amazing. How different is it from from fighting in a, an unlicensed show for you, Ben, than it is bare knuckle? Because bare knuckle is a different game. People people don't seem to realise how tough a sport it is, and it may really. I, I'm not a fan of UFC. I'm a I'm a boxing man. I always have been. I always will be. But ultimately. The, the, the bare knuckle, I've got to be honest, when I went to the first one ever in Newcastle, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the BKB. I love the bare knuckle events. How different is it as a fighter, though? Do you have to be a little bit more on your on your mark and being prepared? Because I think some of these people who are from YouTube don't really understand what they've got to be, what oh, they're, what they're they going don't, to expect. They don't, they don't. <laughs> what is that feeling? Do you know what? Like, that was my first bare knuckle fight. I did the boxing and, you know, I had a massive drilling done, but I got the win. But it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like an amazing performance. It wasn't something that went viral. Like, my knockout in the bare knuckle went viral. Do you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. I think it becomes real. And I think a lot of these YouTubers, you know, I think there's imagining you're going to do it and that, and the reality will kick in. You know, especially when you're at the back and they start rapping. That is when it kicks in. When they start rapping and that, and the real bit that gets shot. And every four I know is where they get warm. When you're in the back and they say, get warm, that's when it's like, boom, 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 do you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, but, you know, I'm, I was, I, 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 you know what I mean? It's like, that's when, it's, that's when you know, like, you know, you've got to control that adrenaline and that. But, you know, I can't, you know, I'm, for me, I've got that little bit of a ring craft in it now. I've, I've been through them emotions now. So, uh, that's definitely going to be an advantage into the freedom. Plus, yeah, you've got to nurture them, not you? Yeah. You've got to nurture them feelings. Exactly. Yeah, you know, get, you really have. You've got to control that adrenaline. You've got to control that fear. You know, so and as I've had a couple of little experience now in the, uh, one boxing fight, one bare knuckle. Yeah. I've got another bare knuckle three weeks. So you know, I'll be nice and warm, ready for 3D Fight Club. And yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna bring some. Ryan, Ryan would have been headlining a couple of years ago. We would have been doing it back then. <laughs> I know. Nobody, nobody would have turned up, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, people would be turning up. Nobody. <laughs> Drew, I want to. Thank you, Debbie, now and again. It keeps getting excited and chin. Oh, just don't get sorted out, you know. I'm watching Dicky and then there. And then in that face, I was can I just say, guys, sorry, sorry, to, sorry to on, interrupt. Bobby. I'm just going to have a go at Brian because it, yeah, I'm same age as Brian and we're all men, Brian. We need to calm down. We've had, we've had our time. <laughs> but I'll, in all respect, in all respect, Brian, his mental and his physical you know, state is absolutely unbelievable how he's getting back. Respect to you, Brian, for that. You know, you're getting back there, mate. Uh, I'm going to leave everybody. I just wanted to come on and say thank you. Can I just ask one question of you guys? I've heard uh, the fight on the 19th. Uh, 
in memory of Johnny, some kind of belt or something I've heard. Is that anybody yeah, heard yeah. like that? So it was um, oh, yes. we had the the last fight was gonna be the, the last man standing title, which was gonna carry on for uh, for forever. And uh, obviously we with everything that's happened, it's now going to be the Johnny Owen title. So right. that'll stay, that'll stay with us forever. Uh, so he'll always Excellent. have, Excellent. he'll always have his part. He'll always be mentioned. Um, <laughs> it's, but that, that's, you know, that's the least we could do. Um, they are the absolute least. I mean, that's, that's minuscule compared to what we want to mm-hmm. do for him and his family uh, for the future. But it's something that, that will remain forever. And people will, I mean, the, the lads who are redlining, I've had messages off both of them and they've both said it about, you know, we've, we've got so much more to fight for. It's coming with me. It's coming with me. We've got one saying it's coming home with me. The other one's saying it's staying in Manchester oh. and, and, it'll, and it'll stay in Manchester. And, and you know, it's, these, these lads are, um, you know, they're no joke. These, these boys are training hard. They're, they're coming in and they're, they're going for that belt. Like it's, everything's on the line for it. And it genuinely is. It means a lot to us. Yeah, no matter which yeah. one of them wins it, we know that Adrian will carry it the way that it should be carried. Um, and we hope that they, you know, we hope they retain it for as as, as long as time. Because, but it means so much more to these lads now. Now that you know the names, the names changed and stuff, and it just means it means everything to them. And yeah. it, that that's that tells us that we've one, we've picked the right lads. Two, Johnny's, you know, he's he's brought everything together. We've got a group, well, which bends in. And it's got all the lads on it. And um, when when everybody found out, um, it was di- it's, it's 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 difficult to tell people anyway. But when you've got a group of twenty odd twenty odd lads who have all met him, it's a very difficult thing. You're not just telling one person at that time; you're telling everybody, and it was difficult to do. But um, every single one of them said, "I mean, the likes of Bobby and Ben, everything everything's done, everything's scratched, and they've all said we're coming in professional, we're training harder." We've got, we've got to do this now for Johnny, and that's what that's what we've got to do. We, we, we can't, do you know we can't do anything think, less. Sorry, Ash. Do you know what I think? We're all. <laughs> it's what, all right, if you sum it up, um, what when I was talking to someone yesterday about him, I think you know when you get a grandma in the family and they say they're the glue that holds it all together. Absolutely. I I, I think yeah. that's what. If if we're to sum him up in a nutshell, I think he was the glue of the team that that brought that held us all together. Because everyone says the same, you know. They've got funny pictures, they've got inboxes. It's like a, you know, you always get a a top. Used to get a, a, you know, your dad was the glue that held the family together, so no one went, you know. And and I think that's what Johnny Jab was about in in this. I'm getting the vibe that he, you know he was. Right, sorry guys, I'm gonna have to go. Thanks, Bobby. You all. See you soon, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys will do him proud. RIP, Johnny. Thanks, Thanks, man. Man. Thanks, Thanks very much for coming on. Uh, the Honest Truth, I'll drop the link down below so you can uh, to get on there. We're going to be on for another 20 minutes or so. Um, if anybody wants to jump on the StreamYard links in the chat. Drew, I just want to come to you, mate, again. Just to, you know, just any any other stories, mate, because you spent so much time with them. Um, any, any other stories you want to share? Because I think those are the stories... I know from from losing people that they, they, they get you through when you when you you know when you're close family or friends. Yeah, so I was I was sick and thinking about it last night, and uh, I was a little bit choked up and that you know, you know, trying to hold the tears in, you know, like men often do. And uh, I thought of this this little story where me and me and Johnny were in London. 
I think we were in Leicester Square, and we went and uh, we went and got a breakfast. We were both absolutely hanging from the night before because you know we'd had a few too many beers and stuff. And uh, we went and got a breakfast, and the lass comes out and she puts Johnny's breakfast down, and then she comes out with mine, and she just chucks loads of beans all over me pants. And they looked down at the plate, and there was still more beans than there was breakfast on the plate. So we were like laughing about <laughs> like all the London said he was about uh, about ten minutes. Later, well, I'm sorry, about uh, a couple hours later on the train back up Newcastle, and uh, I sticks my hand in my pocket, and I went, "Oh, for sake!" Johnny goes, "What's up, Drew?" And I just pulled out this handful of beans out of me pocket. It's <laughs> like my pockets full of beans. And uh, ever since then, like every time, like when we talk on the phone, it would go, "Me pockets full of beans." <laughs> it's it's just daft little stories like that that you you remember about uh, yeah. about about doing things with people and um, yeah, I met I met Nicola, his wife, and and little Mia, um, and they're, they're both really lovely. And Mia's such an intelligent, bright young lady um, with a bright future ahead of her, and I'm just. I'm just really, really sorry that um Sorry, I'm I'm choking up a little bit here. No, no, that's fine, mate. Uh, Ash, a lot of people asking in the chat about um, you know, about how to donate and is there anything being yeah. set up? Are, are you in the process of doing that or have you managed to do it now? Yeah, I am I am in the process. We're doing a, we're gonna set up a GoFundMe page. Um we're just figuring out the, the little ins and outs of it and stuff and it it will get posted on all of the uh, all of the different socials and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to uh, we're going to be putting it out as as far and wide as we can. Yeah, um, get that link over to me yeah. as well. Once share it on all my Absolutely, socials mate. and all platform and that as well. Everybody's getting it. Absolutely yeah. everybody. So we've you know we've got some really special things planned for uh, March nineteenth. And while we're on, just give a shout out to Kev, Dean, and Dougie because we've you know we've we've really had to pull together. Um, and yeah. it's made us a lot closer, and you know I love them to bits. Johnny always said to me every time I put the phone down, "Love you, brother," and he'd wait until I said it back, or he'd say it on a voice note. And if I missed it, if I just Johnny just put the phone down a bit quick, he'd send me a voice note. You're not saying love you, do you know what I mean? And, and my missus would tell your boyfriend don't phone is he? And you know what? What a man he were. And and thanks to all the lads as well involved with this this first three D fight club because we've. Um, We've really pulled it together. He's pulled it together, should I say, not we. Um, the man was just amazing, and I can't. There's no words for it. This this is the problem. There's no there's no real words for describing your friendship with him, or you know, he's like he, he was like a, a brother to everybody. There's yeah. No doubt about that. Everybody that met him loved him, and I mean, like we were saying before about the Lazar thing, he texted me and he said to me that I owed him 50 quid because he, he donated 50 pounds to living in London and to put top banter, right? But living in London thought I would jab signature. So he said, yeah. Ash from Jab Signature, thanks for the 50 quid. So he's texting me saying, you owe me 50 quid. So I was like, what are you about? And he's like, you robbed me. He's like, you, and he's writing the phone line. He's like, you robbed me. <laughs> you know, we, we miss him so much. Um, and yeah. oh, like I said, shout out to Dean, Dougie and Kev, because them lads, have they've literally, they've literally held me up. We've, we've held each other up. And I'd like to think that, you know, the, the relationship we've got now, I'd like to think that'll that'll remain forever. Uh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put the best show on 
that anybody could ever imagine we're putting our heart and soul into this and every yeah. every every sense of the word and he'd be proud he'd be proud of you as well because you're you know you're yeah. now because you're taking over um the jab clothing and that i think enough respect to you because well, I, even... don't, we don't, I don't think I, I don't know what's going to happen yet i mean we're going to have you know obviously dougie's involved with that so we're going to have we're going to have some talks and he's going to speak to his wife and see what she wants to do um i know that you know there's a the jab brand it could live for it and it will um, we're gonna. Dougie's gonna figure out what's best to do, what best ways to move forward. Um, you know, and I've I've offered every bit of my help, every bit of my help. Um, so we'll see what happens now. But we're just gonna work together as a team. We, we've got to. We, we we need each other. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the that's the thing. Now we all need yeah. each other. Not just not just us at the 3D Fight Club. Not just anybody involved with Jab or Johnny or, or, or everybody. We all need each other. We've got to make sure that. Everybody's all right. Whether it's yeah. a morning check-in, I've started doing a live on my Instagram every day. Just ten-minute check-in. Anybody that wants to jump on can do, and it's just a case of how are you doing today, what are your plans, waffle rubbish for ten minutes, and then and then off we go. But it's about that support now. We've got to, you know, mm. we've got you've got we've got to be nice mm. to each other. We have to, yeah, we have to start making some big moves now. Now, as we all know, as well as his love for boxing, John had a, a, a big love for the, the criminal underworld and the characters in it. Um, like me, a straight goer, never been away, never never been in the bad books with uh, with the law. And John had a fascination in true crime. And that was another thing that we shared. Uh, and he always wanted to meet various people. So, you know, he'd read about Brian and Emma. We set that up. He want, he'd read about Paul Ferris. I invited him to Paul Ferris's book launch up in Newcastle. He wanted to meet the Sayers family. I introduced him to John and Stephen, and he got on very well with them. He wanted to meet so many characters. And uh, when we got together at Christmas, which unfortunately turned out to be the last time that I saw him, uh, I told him the lunch was on me. We had a we had a good old chin wag. He produced some absolutely substandard flyers, which he always used to do with my head superimposed on them, which always made <laughs> us laugh. They were that bad, they were great. And um, we sat that day, and about two minutes later, um, the phone rang, which I'd, I'd organised, and it was Charlie Salvador, who um, was ringing from um, Woodhill Prison, uh, just to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And uh, I put him on to John first, and uh, John was over the moon. He couldn't believe that he was speaking to Charlie Salvador. And the beam on his face yeah. when he came off the phone that day uh, <laughs> was a pleasure to behold. So when I spoke to Charlie yesterday and told him the sad news, he remembered who John was. He remembered the phone call. And, of course, he uh, he wanted to pay his own respects. Nicola, Mia, I'm so, so sorry to hear about John. Steve's just told me. I'm gutted. He was a lovely man, very respectful man. I spoke to him last year. Very, very sad to hear that. Steve's going to keep me in touch what's going down. I'm going to have to sort out a nice wreath for the funeral. Keep your chins up. Be brave. Stay strong. So many people are upset over this. It's horrible. 40 years old. Unbelievable. Anyway, stay strong. Love and respect. And uh, try and keep smiling. Your old China. Charlie. 
Well, very wow. emotional, very wow. emotional message that Wendy, wasn't it? Um, and of course, yeah, you very... and I go go back a long way with a lot of the villains, and we yeah. both know Charlie very yeah. well. And um, you know, he's never wanted to, to to mince his words, Charlie. But he, he only spoke to the John the once. I've talked to him about Jab uh, since two thousand and eighteen. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to send it into to prison to him. That's the problem, you know, with Charlie, especially with him being in a in a closed unit mm. as well. It's even more difficult to send things in. But he saw pictures of Jab. Um, I did send him in some photos uh, via email, a prisoner with a tracksuit. He loved it. He thought the brand was fantastic. And um, he was def def devastated yesterday when I spoke to him about it. And that's that's the thing, isn't it, Wendy? With these, with these, you know, these former criminals, you know, they, they all, yeah. they all, you know, those who we met did have respect for John, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Alleged, yeah. Alleged, alleged criminals. <laughs> former criminals, some of them. Former, some of them. <laughs> Yeah, but Wendy, it's it's you know it, you know when you hear Charlie put that message across, it just again it, it takes it to a yeah. different dimension. John would have loved that. Yeah, because yeah. Um, there's not many of us uh, that get to hear. I mean, he's a legend in his own right in our world, and not many people. Everyone sort of you know knows about him, but to hear that, yeah, that's yeah something else. I must admit, something else. Yeah, Ben, you've spent a little bit of time away, mate. I mean, for somebody on the inside, it's 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 hard, isn't it? When um, you know, when someone passes away on the outside, it doesn't matter how close, it has an effect on you on the inside. Well, hundred percent. Yeah, I was unfortunately I went through that. Obviously, you know, all the years that I was away, it was bound to happen. But you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's devastating. Do you know what I mean? So, but it's it's just still devastating now. Like. You know, there's been uh, so many so much active in that group and that, do you know what I mean? Obviously, it's just so, like, he's there and he's, do you know what I mean? I think it's a massive lesson to be learned out of this, man. It is, it's, it's so good just to see everyone come together. And, and shout out to all the lads, Ash, uh, ones in the group chat and that, you know, everyone's really, everyone is really, it has given everyone some real fire and energy to go out and really, you know, I think this show is going to, you know, really put a smile on his family's face and we're, we're really going to make his memory. We're really going to do something special on 3D for, for you, John. We really will, you, you know, because you deserved it, man. Like, no one has a bad word to say about you. You know, you're loved on both sides of the fences, you know, former criminals and, and civilians. You, you, do you know what I mean? The guy that was just so loved. It's, it's just crazy. It's just, yeah, Brian, yeah, Brian so and I'm Charlie, Charlie's um, a hell of a character, isn't he? And I mean, you know, to hear, to hear him pay his respects is, is, was yeah. was lovely. I'm sure that gave uh, you know gave Nicola and a lot of comfort as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yes, definitely. Nice, nice man, Charlie. He's like you said, he wants to know what you're doing, what's on the table, and who's where, what's the curtains like, and uh, what, wants yeah. to describe everything in the room, doesn't he? You know better than anyone there, Stephen. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Getting back with John, he's just. Uh, it, we we obviously was coming on our show that night and he was saying, what can I say? What can I do this? Evan? What, just be, do what you want to do. Do you put your point across? Do what you want. And when we got the news about, I think it was four or five o'clock. That phone, you were broken. Did that we, we couldn't believe it. We thought somebody's winding us up. There's somebody being horrible, just being a troll. Or just, anyway, the lad who told us was a lovely lad and he, he couldn't believe it. So we were thinking, I just couldn't take it. I thought, somebody winding us up, somebody taking the piss because of the show coming, it's coming on tonight and all. But obviously it was true. We were just like, Devastated, man. Devastated, yeah. Couldn't get a red He's touched my heart massively. He's touched Brian's heart mass massively. And um, I just look back at the messages and listen to the voice notes and stuff, and and they make me smile. And 
We've got he, to be in his he, life as well. He, yeah. he used to always say, yeah. um, don't stop doing that show you used to, because when I'm having a bad day, he says, you make me laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so when I'm having a really bad day, he said, I watch you, and it gives me a lift, and he's a great, just keep going, you guys. And with the pictures there we see there in Newcastle, I was sat next to him for five hours talking. He was just laughing and joking all the way through. Thank you, Steve, for introducing. Yeah, no problem. No, it was my pleasure. Uh, Pablo Davies, Lee Davies, who of course I do my show with on a Wednesday, he says, uh, on the Thursday, sorry, he says, uh, amidst all the jargon and antics on YouTube, this brings everything back to the centre. And uh, yeah. we must be good humans before anything else egos at the door. And yeah, it's definitely been mm. a bit of a reset Absolutely. button. This It's a pity yeah. that it took this yeah. to reset yeah. things on YouTube, but it certainly has. And I think um, everybody certainly is uh, is pulling together. Okay, um, coming into the, the final part of the show now, just last last words, Drew, anything else you want to add before we finish off? Um, I, haven't, I haven't really got any words. I struggle, struggle for words at the best of times. Just Johnny was a great bloke. He was a great friend and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sad for for him and his family and everyone that, that knew him because, you know, he, he he touched a, a lot of people in, 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 you know, in good ways. He was a, a positive, great energy bloke and uh, he'll be a big miss. He will be. Ash? Uh, just send my condolences to the family and uh, thanks very much, everyone, for getting in contact. Thanks for coming together. Um, but my last words would be, I love you, pal, and that'll be that. That's all I've got to say. Wendy? I'd like to say thanks for bringing me on, Steve. Um, you always do the best podcast, bringing people together. Um, a lot of years, obviously, I've been supporting you. Um, Ash, you're doing brilliant. Keep your head up. I mean, I've told you my inbox is always much. open. Appreciate that. Um, and everyone else on here, well done, you know, and, and to the family, we were doing proud on the 12th. I'll be doing a whip round as well. Um, and, yeah, live on Johnny Jab. I'm sure he'd be watching us all, thanking us, and um, massive loss, massive loss. Yeah. Stuff, Ben. Just the way he's saying it, he, he touched me massively. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I spoke with Dean, and Dean said like he spoke about uh, Johnny that spoke about me with with Dean and things, and he had some plans and that for me. You know, he he took me to his heart. I think he does it with everyone. Do you know what I mean? Because that's an amazing guy he was, and yeah, shout out to the family. You know, it's a massive, massive loss. And um, I promise you, all the lads, all the lads are in the group, are fired and ready. And we're really going to try and do him proud. He'll be looking down and on that 9th March, March, 19th of March, he will be proud. And we're going to make sure of that. And Brian and Emma. I just want to say, um, like, our love is for the family, obviously, going out to the family, if we can do anything at all for them. Um, they just have to get in touch. Anything that we can do to support any GoFundMe's or anything going on, um, we've got our full support uh, all years. And I'm just going to take a leaf out of John's book. And he was always positive and always loving, wasn't he? And I'm going to like just be positive in life from now on. But, but it was a pleasure to have known him. And um, I just love you, John. Yeah. All I'm going to say is thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks to everybody who took part in the panel tonight and uh, getting their messages across and sharing their stories. Um, I love you, brother, and uh, I think it's only right we'll leave the final word to him. Well, Steve, it's Thursday night, heading home to Water in London. 
just having a few little drinky poos with my cousin there he is so up you well brother we'll have to catch up soon <laughs>